0: This is T.J. State, State
1: Roberts. This is Ted DiBiase, the Bay Dollar Man. Hey, this is Bob Baffling. Hey, everyone, this is Rick
0: Stoddy. This is the Honky Donk Man, the greatest WWE champion of all time.
1: This is your wrestling show, Ottawa. Heck, they could use you guys over in WWE. You're listening
0: to
2: the greatest wrestling show in the whole wide world. This is Wrestling With Ideas.
0: Welcome back inside the CKDJ Studios right here for Wrestling With Ideas on CKDJ 1079, Ottawa's new music. How's it going, guys? It's calling the Music Man, Scully, here. And alongside me this week, making his return to the show, Hope, the man with no excuses, Jonathan Skuse.
1: Hello, everybody out there in radio and podcast land. How are we doing today?
0: Well, I mean, Extreme Rules was... A pay-per-view and Raw and SmackDown happened. So let's just get let's just get straight into uh,
1: let's get extreme.
0: Alright, so before we get into the overall before we're gonna do a review of each match on the card here a little bit. But before we get into that, John, what did you think overall? of this past Sunday's pay-per-view.
1: I thought the pay-per-view on Sunday was great. It was a breath of fresh air that we needed after some lackluster pay-per-views that we just sat through a couple months ago. And I thought Extreme Rules was a solid B-plus pay-per-view, and I thoroughly enjoyed it. Especially the SmackDown talent on that show.
0: Smack, yeah. Well, I mean, we'll get to the main event later. But how much does it say about a wrestling company where the IC title
1: is main eventing the show. Yeah, I thought that was strange that the the fact that the Universal title doesn't show up, you get the WWE title some time to shine, but no, they're pulling out stops with Raw being the number one brand, and now we have the IC title held by Dolph Ziggler and Seth Rollins challenging Iron Man match, main event, extreme rules. Right. Dolph Ziggler and Drew McIntyre is one of the things
0: that I have so many questions about, but we'll save that for when we get to talking about t- the main event, uh, let's talk about the kickoff show first. We, in the first match on the kickoff show that I did not have the chance to see, we had Andrade Cien Almas defeating Sin Cara. It was a match. I saw it after.
1: I mean, if you, re- if you thought Sin Cara was going to win, you should think twice because... If
0: you, if you thought Sin Cara was going to win,
1: you should um, stop watching wrestling. Sin Cara is at the point of his career where he's going to become kind of like our truth is now. Does R-Truth even... When was the last time R-Truth actually he wrestled on, in a match? I don't know the last time he wrestled. It would have been a Golden Truth match the last time I wrestled, but he is on SmackDown with Ty Dillinger right now. Is he really? He is. Okay.
0: All right. Anyways, now we've got um, the next match, second match on the kickoff show, Sanity defeating New Day in a tables match.
1: I mean... It was a good match. It was a tables match. One of the few stip-, stip matches we had at Extreme Rules. There weren't that many. How many? There were maybe like three at the most, I there think. There was an Iron Man match. There was a tables match. There was an Extreme Rules match for the women's title. There was a Shark Cage match. And there must be another one that I'm drawing blanks on right now. Steel Cage. Yeah, the Steel Cage match.
0: Right. Um, pre-show did its job. was a pre-show. Sanity got the win, something I'm happy about. I'm, I'm happy to finally see Sanity getting some time on the main roster. We've needed a cult-like trio tag team stable for a while. Since it the Wyatts <laughs>
1: broke up. Sorry? Since the Wyatts broke up.
0: Yeah, more or less. Uh, it doesn't help that their entrance is just crap in general.
1: Yeah, the one thing I'm not a big fan of about Sanity's entrance is the fact that it starts with a, we got a 16-chopper flying, in the and then a minute later you hear, bop, bop, up." Yeah. Like, why not just cut straight to the music? They sound like they're trying to be The Shield, but But when not. The Shield did it, it worked because there was sense because they were spelling out The Shield. Sanity is just gibberish before the music. Well, I mean, it is. they didn't say, it's insane. It's Chopper 14, what do you report? All right, stand by, and then, bop, 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 up. That's going to be a soundbite later.
0: Just you going, bop. <laughs> Anytime sanity's mansion.
1: Ba-ba-da-ba-da.
0: Yeah. (laughs) All right. Moving on. The first match on the main
1: card here. What What a spectacular. No. What a wonderful match it was. The B team
0: defeated the the leaders of worlds by pinfall. And new Raw Tag Team Champions. The B.T. Now, the promo. I don't know if you had the chance to see the promo that Bo
1: Dallas and Curtis Axel cut after on the stage with Renee Young. It it wasn't great. But then again, the most we've seen from their promo side since they've lost The Miz was them impersonating Matt Hardy and Bray Wyatt. So I wasn't really paying attention. I don't think many people were. I think after they saw they won the title, people went to the fridge for another beer or went to the bathroom. I don't think many people saw that. I know I didn't. And I had to rewatch it later. Yeah, But I wasn't expecting too much from them. I'm happy that they are the tag team champions. And I look yeah. forward
0: to their future. See, here's the thing with Curtis Axel and Bo Dallas. When Curtis Axel, back when he started, uh, for those of you guys who don't know, he was actually, he had a good run as a Paul Heyman guy. Yep. He held the, he held the IC title once or twice. I, th- I think
1: it was once. Once? I yeah. know he's an intercontinental champion. I've never heard Michael Cole say, two-time intercontinental champion.
0: Well, I mean, we've heard Michael Cole say things that aren't exactly true. Michinoku Driver. Michinoku. Yeah. Michael Cole saying Michinoku Driver pisses me off just as much as Kevin Kelly saying Superkick. Have you heard Kevin Kelly yep. say that? So you understand what I mean That's here. vintage Kevin Kelly. That's vintage. Don't get me started with Kurt, Ang- uh, Kurt Angle. Speaking of Kurt Angle... We've got Kurt Angle issuing the ultimatum to Brock Lesnar.
1: It was very good. Kurt Angle looked generally cranky with Lesnar whenever he was cutting his promo.
0: Yeah, but Kurt Angle always looks generally cranky when he's cutting promos. Now.
1: Yeah, but in his voice, like he was like, "Brock, get here or don't show up at all." Like he was making the angry face. It he sounds was...
0: like he's st- what. What it's like is, um, if you listen back to episode one hundred of Wrestling with Ideas, um, you were the one that made us do Vince McMahon impressions. Yeah, and then. Him doing, him doing this with that, trying to be all angry and stuff yeah. like that. It's it, it, like my Vince McMahon impression. It was utter, it, it was not good.
1: Yeah, Kurt Angle was the happy, the happy guy, and even when he was a heel, he was the happy guy, and now he's just the GM and angry. But he has every right to be angry with Brock Lesnar not right. showing up to work, and then showing up to challenge Daniel Cormier, right? Yeah.
0: Now, for those of you who didn't actually have the chance to see Extreme Rules and are questioning what this ultimatum was, more or less, because you guys probably know, if, even if you didn't see Extreme Rules, that Brock Lesnar didn't exactly show up for work, and he hasn't
1: exactly shown up for work since the Greatest Royal Rumble, I believe. I think that's a safe assumption. We've seen Paul Heyman show up to work, but we have. Well, not he seen. showed up.
0: He showed up. Uh, yes, he
1: well, showed up he on showed Raw up on afterwards. Raw on, yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, but the ultimatum was. Uh, Angle gave him three options. He were to show up on Monday night, which didn't happen, negotiate the next Universal Championship match, or get stripped of the title. I was
1: hoping he was going to get stripped of the title.
0: As was I, but then again at the same time, as we're going to talk about later in the show, uh, this opens up possibilities as it was announced on Raw that Kurt Angle uh, Angle had announced that Brock Lesnar will be at at SummerSlam. Which opens up the possibility, finally, of us seeing that Bobby Lashley versus Brock Lesnar match that everyone was hyping up from the beginning. Everybody Bobby said Bobby Lashley came back, the Raw After Mania. Said.
1: They said Bobby Lashley's here for one reason and one reason only, and that's to take something off of Brock Lesnar or to go against Brock Lesnar. And it hasn't happened yet, but we might get it now. Now that the whole stick with Roman Reigns and Bobby Lashley. If we're, if we're done with Roman Reigns, that is. Well... We, you're, you're never truly done with Roman Reigns. You're never truly. I'm, I'm not, I'm
0: not <laughs> talking. <laughs>
1: you, you, you know
0: how much the I, big dog. Okay, we'll talk about Roman Reigns later. Um, next up, Finn Balor defeating the, or er, sorry, constable. No, no, it's Finn Balor defeating Stephanie McMahon's personally appointed constable of Monday Night Raw, Baron Corbin. Um, now, John. What are your thoughts on the entire Constable Corbin gimmick?
1: I like him more now than I ever did. I was never a big Baron Corbin guy. I absolutely detested him. I would make my anti-Baron Corbin voice heard. I even started a Facebook page for a little while called Baron Corbin is a wanker. But... I regret that. That page is down now. I actually kind of like Baron Corbin now. After he, yeah. Ever since he cut his hair, I think he's been getting better in the ring. I, get, he, I like him. Yeah. He's been getting better in the ring, but his mic skills, they're still bad. Yeah. Like, but,
0: that promo that he cut, that one raw, like a month ago maybe, I think. I think I, I tweeted out, and then someone, I think it was Marco, that had tweeted, like, the picture of a garbage fire or something like yep, that.
1: The dumpster fire. The
0: dumpster fire. He's a worse promo than Roman Reigns. Yeah. Baron Corbin. Like, I don't know if you guys understand this. It is extremely hard. That's probably the hardest thing in wrestling to do is to be worse at a promo than Roman Reigns.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's pretty easy to be worse than Roman, but if you're trying and you're still worse than Roman, that's an entirely different story. Baron Corbin.
0: Why would you try to be worse than Roman Reigns?
1: If you're a heel, what's what's gonna? How would you get booze by being terrible? So if you're terrible on purpose, yeah. I get but it. you don't see that much, ever. No. Up next, SmackDown Women's Championship: The Sexy Pinata. James Ellsworth, James not Ellsworth. Chris Jericho in the shark cage. It was James Ellsworth's turn to stand in the shark cage. Is he still the intergender champion? Is my question now. Yeah, it's his title. He made it okay i'm pretty sure he hasn't dropped it yet so it's like teddy biazzi
0: with the million dollar belt
1: uh no because the wwe brought it back but it was never seen on not wwe television like he didn't bring it with him to wcw right but it is his own thing quite like that yep i have a question
0: for whoever the hell is booking wwe right now why is carmella a champion
1: Dear Road Dog Well Carmella's <laughs> champion because she had the briefcase And money in the bank was coming quick And they said well We gotta do something with this briefcase So we can get the next one in circulation what? And they just haven't Decided I guess To take the title off of Carmella yet But it did bring us Ellsworth back And that's worth it And well Oscar's not the one who's gonna beat Carmella We're gonna have to look for somebody else Who
0: beats Carmella?
1: Well, after this week, which we'll talk about later I hope it's Becky I hope she's not getting fed to Carmella Because really, Carmella should be on the other end Being fed to the champion But yeah. I don't know I-, I want Becky to be the one to take it off of Carmella But with a roster that has Oscar, Charlotte, Becky Newly appointed Iconics You got Mandy Rose is getting some stuff going You got S- Not Sarah Logan well, Sonia DeVille there's, there's a great women's division on SmackDown. You even have, like, Naomi there. She was a women's champion. The roster is stacked. So by putting, I don't want to say the weakest, but the weakest as your champion, you're supposed to think that anybody can take it. But so far, nobody's taken it off of Carmella, and she wins in her heel ways her with heel. help no, from she, Ellsworth.
0: no. no. She wins in James Ellsworth's heel ways.
1: Well, I mean, in the sense that Oscar was too busy beating up James Ellsworth to focus on Carmel. It's Asuka's own fault, right?
0: <laughs> yeah, sure. All right. Uh, now, we've got um, Shinsuke Nakamura defeating Jeff Hardy via pinfall. In six seconds. In six seconds to win the United States Championship here. Now, there's a video off of this uh, on this here that I'm looking at. Let's see. This might just be the entire
1: match. Is it a vine? It's a gif. A GIF. Oh!
0: Yeah, the he punched. The- he punched Jeff Hardy. And to quote Sean Rossap
1: of Fightful.com, he punched Jeff Hardy right
0: in the penis. I
1: right, oh, That's consensual penis. Enzo Amore in the building. Bada boom. Realist guy in the room. How you don't. Please tell me you're only making that a joke because you're wearing a Cup of Hades
0: t-shirt right now. Oh, what do we got over here? Cup of haters. Okay, that... that, Bada boom! (laughs) That that has to be another...
1: But yes, Shinsuke Nakamura in this match was very much a hater. Especially to Jeff Hardy's testicles.
0: Right. Now, there was, um... After the match, though,
1: someone that we haven't seen for a while. Yeah, we got a little out of nowhere without the out of nowhere part. In the sense that Randy Orton came back and for no reason just started beating up Jeff Hardy. And Shinsuke's watching. He's making faces. He's clenching on to his new U.S. title. When isn't Shinsuke making faces? I don't know. <laughs> like, really, when isn't Shinsuke... Like, you're never
0: going to see him... Sorry. No English. No speak English. Uh,
1: We're both getting sued. But, yeah, no. Uh, it was n- nobody knows why Randy Orton is doing what he's doing. And the next match, which... I popped hard for this, this next was a, match. This
0: was my favorite match on the card here.
1: Kevin Owens, in quotations with a big question mark, defeated Braun Strowman in a steel cage
0: match? No.
1: Well, not in the way that you'd think he did anyways.
0: No. Um, for those of you who didn't see this match,
1: uh, Braun Strowman threw him... Chokeslam. Chokeslam through the announce table from the top of the steel cage. So, uh, therefore, Kevin Owens' feet hit the floor first, and he (laughs) wins, but... The fact that Is that a rib like of the had a greatest little...
0: Royal Rumble match between Roman Reigns and Brock Lesnar?
1: No, I think that's just a, hey, everybody remembers Undertaker and Mick Foley, right? Yeah, but Well, I guess Kevin Owens is the new Mick Foley.
0: There isn't a lid on the, ch- there is there is no lid on the steel cage, there's no well, if roof.
1: They, if they put a roof on it, then it would be, then they would be. Then get it would be hell of,
0: in a cell. Yeah, then they, it would be Mick be Foley. Acu-
1: and then they would be accused of just copy and pasting the same thing.
0: Well, they're still being accused of that.
1: Ah, but it's a cage and not a cell. So technically, WWE is all, Oh, ho, ho, we pulled a
0: fast one on you,
1: wrestling fans.
0: Yeah. WWE have a thing where they they think that they can run the same program twice and it'll work. Prime
1: example of this in the past couple weeks, Dr. Shelby. Eh. Need I say more? I saw him when I was watching Ron Smackdown this week on a commercial for something completely different. Did you actually? Yeah, it was like an insurance commercial or something, and I just jumped. and like, hey, that guy's Dr. Shelby.
2: <laughs> yeah.
1: So, Kevin Owens won, sort of. He won. His feet hit the floor first, even though he had a hard time getting to his feet after the fact that he kind of took a, what is that, a 20-feet plunge through an announce table? I don't think it's, yeah, oh, yeah, I guess, because he was, Cause you're, yeah. The ring is like two feet. The ring is not two feet. The foot and a half high. Four feet. And then the top rope. The ring is four feet. The top rope is is nine feet. And then you have a cage over that. So a good 20, 30 feet. Just about 20 feet, yeah.
0: Yeah. All right. Um, Bludgeon Brothers defeating Team Hell No to retain the titles here.
1: Now, before the show even started, we were treated to a nice video package of the Bludgeon Brothers beating up Kane and Daniel Bryan. They put Kane's ankle in a door and just beat on the door with their bludgeons with their bludgeons their bludgeons they're not the hammer brothers they're the bludgeon brothers well
0: oh, yeah but you yeah you 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 work in construction when have you ever heard the phrase hey i need to i need to bludgeon this screw into the
1: wall here i need to bludgeon i have a urge to bludgeon i'm never poor poor word choice but Uh, you can't (laughs) get, you can't get behind it. They are the bludgeon brothers and they did bludgeon Kane's ankle, which left him with a big question mark, but he did come out later on in a boot cast. Well, what this is probably going to
0: do is kill Kane for a while because he did win the mayoral race in Knox County.
1: He's the mayor. He passed Rusev Day as an official holiday in that County. Yeah. He's got mayoring to do, which I was disappointed when Kane came back, he didn't have a sash that said "Mayor." I would have loved that. Yeah, could you imagine? Just the demon Kane with a mayor sash. Yeah. All right. Now we see what is
0: what what wrestling fans now have come to expect out of Roman Reigns, with the Bobby La- with Bobby Lashley defeating him via pinfall. Now the chants were normal for Roman Reigns matches. Rusev they. You know you're bad when you're getting chance for other wrestlers in your match.
1: I, I loved it. The fact that we were having Raw's two number ones go head-to-head, and all anybody cared about was Rusev.
0: Well, Rusev is more over than both of those guys combined. Absolutely. But that's a different story. Um, Raw Women's Championship.
1: Mediocre match.
0: I am actually happy with, like, despite the fact that I don't agree with Alexa Bliss as a champion... I do. I am happy with the finish for this. There was a spot where uh, Ronda Rousey was like um I think it was Mickey James that was beating up on Natalia. Yeah, and, and then, then Ronda Bruce Rousey jumped in as well. And then Ronda Rousey said that's it and she jumped and she started beating the crap
1: out of everybody. Yeah, but it's an extreme rules match, so it's perfectly legal, which is why did you really have to suspend Rousey for this angle? You didn't have to have her suspended. He didn't have to have her sitting ringside like John Cena at WrestleMania. It was an extreme rules match. You could have just had Ronda come out of the back. Yep. But it was cool, just like they did at WrestleMania. Let's cut to Ronda Rousey in the crowd. Yeah.
0: Okay. Uh, quickly, before we go to commercial break here, WWE Championship match, AJ Styles defeats Rusev via pinfall to retain the title. What do you think about this one? How do you? What did you think about Rusev in this match? This
1: is... I. Don't know if it's AJ helping carry Rusev. I don't think Rusev needs much carrying. That being said, it was the best Rusev match I've seen yet. I think it was match of the night. I think Rusev was amazing. AJ did everything he could to get to the end of that match. It was a brilliant finish. Rusev looked like he had him, almost had him, which is what you want if you want your fans. And this big over thing like Rusev Day, and you're going to take it away from them, you really got to tease them and put it in their face before you pull back and say, psych, and still WWE champion AJ Styles. Right. One, on to what some call what shouldn't have been the main
0: event. Uh, 10, 9,
1: <laughs> 8. Oh, man. <laughs> the fans of this 30-minute Iron Man match between Dolph Ziggler and Seth Rollins, all they cared about was the clock. They didn't care about the match. They
0: ended up... Th- I don't know if you noticed. They took it off um, live on the on the screen there. Yeah. But what happened, I had seen online. There were some fans that pulled out their phones, were watching it on the network, and the clock was still up on the network, on the screen on the network. Yeah. So they still had it timed, and it was everything. Everything was yeah, perfectly fine. Because it was
1: fine. still on the t- uh, television prod- bo- broadcast. So it was still on the television broadcast, the clock, but... It was a very good match. I agreed with it. I liked Dolph Ziggler coming from behind. Yeah, but
2: you
0: almost knew. Like, as soon as...
1: Oh, yeah, it was guaranteed. Like, I could have told you that Drew McIntyre at some point was going to run over Seth Rollins and Dolph was going to get a pin off of it, but Dolph getting three pins off of it, that was cool. Yeah. Well, Extreme Rules happened, and now we look forward to
0: SummerSlam. In the next segment here on the show, we are going to be talking Raw and SmackDown. A little bit of news coming out of SummerSlam as well. You're listening to CKDJ 107.9. This is Wrestling With Ideas. This is Wes Frisco, and you're listening to Wrestling With Ideas. Welcome back inside the CKDJ Studios right here for Wrestling With Ideas. CKDJ 1079, Ottawa's new music. How's it going, guys? Colin, the music man, Scully, here. And now, we shift to... Monday. NIGHT! TV show. RAW! As you heard, first we've got Monday Night Raw. Now, you fell asleep during Monday Night Raw, you had
1: told me. I did. I wasn't having a very good stream. I got bored and I decided to watch something else. And then I started watching Raw again when my stream got better and I fell asleep. So, I, I watched some of Raw. What I saw wasn't that great. And... I was not a big fan of this week's Raw, although I did like the opening segment. Right. Now,
0: the only, the only thing, the only problem necessarily that I have with the opening segment, it was 20 minutes long. Yes, it was why, way too long. Why does a segment where we know that Roman Reigns and Bobby Lashley are going to be the people to face off for the number one contendership? Well, I mean, why does it know? But why does it need to
1: happen? Why does it it need to be 20 minutes? It was definitely an unnecessary step. You have Bobby Lashley, who won his chance, arguably, to face Brock Lesnar already. And now they're just like, oh, yeah, no, 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 he just won a match. He's not number one contender. Now we're going to have this match to decide the number one contender. Oh, by the way, it's going to be Roman versus Bobby Lashley. Which is what we basically knew
0: right from the get-go. Which is what we
1: just had, and it was an unnecessary step. Right. But, I, like I said, I was a big fan of Kurt coming out and saying that Brock is going to defend his title at SummerSlam. And then you have your everybody coming out and saying, I want a piece of Lesnar. And then the next guy comes out and says, no, screw you. I want a piece of Lesnar. Yeah. Now, if you ask me, there are there were, what, six
0: guys that were in the ring at one point that all yep. thought that they had... The only people, in my honest, in my honest opinion, the only people that deserve a legitimate shot,
1: Finn Balor, yep. Never ha- has he had his rematch yet. He hasn't even asked for it yet. Well, what the hell happened on Monday? He is that not him asking for his rematch? No, no, no. If he asked for a rematch, he'd get the rematch. This is him being like, you know, I was a Universal champ once, and Kurt Angle just being like, you know what? You're right. You were. So here's your chance. Not saying that he's the number one contender. He's saying, I'm going to give you another chance to be number one contender. Which I'm pretty sure they're playing this out with both Finn Balor and Kevin Owens until they actually get their one-on-one matches.
0: He's the only guy in the ring that's ever held the belt. Yep. How does him not coming out, right? Like, how, here's what, I, I, I understand what you're saying about how it being, like, it's a chance, blah, whatever. <sighs>
1: They're just going to run this story into the ground until they run out of ideas. And then when they run out of ideas, they're going to go to their ex-champs having a shot because they were champs. I'm not saying that's 100%. I don't work for the WWE, but that's definitely the vibes I'm getting from seeing Kevin Owens, not wasted, but in a spot with Braun Strowman away from the title and Finn Balor always being an arm's reach away from the title.
0: Right. Now... We've got Drew McIntyre. In the first match on the card here, we had uh, Drew McIntyre versus Finn Balor versus Roman Reigns. Now, spoiler
1: alert, Roman wins.
0: Yeah. Now, this isn't to say. Drew McIntyre, I believe he is a future
1: champion. Absolutely. At some point, like at some point very soon, he will hold that belt. I'm surprised that he wasn't the intercontinental champion and it wasn't Dolph being the number two I, really? I I thought it was going to be... Dolph is you already... Big, you thought it was going to be
0: the big guy? You thought it was going to be a little Enzo thing again?
1: No, I didn't. I thought it was going to be Big Cass is going to... Not Big Cass. Big Drew. Big Drew was going to be the Intercontinental Champion and Dolph was going to be the sidekick. That's what I thought it was going to be. But Dolph was the Intercontinental Champion and Drew's the sidekick, which means as the sidekick, he says, Dolph's got a championship. I want one too. Brock Lesnar... I'm coming for
0: you! No and.
1: <laughs> he's not coming for Brock Lesnar anytime soon. No, because Brock Lesnar isn't even
0: coming to get his paycheck to begin with.
1: Oh, he gets his paychecks in the mail.
0: Well, does he deserve them? No. There you go. Okay, we should do the rest of the show. No, we shouldn't. That will not turn out well. Spoiler alert Roman Reigns wins, yada, yada, yada. Roman, uh, Finn, uh, yeah. They all looked good. In the match.
1: Yep. Well, Especially well, McIntyre. who McIntyre, just McIntyre, McIntyre His job great. is to run people over, and he does a great job. He is one of the last big guys who's actually credible. Mobile big guys, I'd say. As a, yeah, he's one
0: of the last mobile big guys that's actually credible as a big guy.
1: Yep. Like, Braun Strowman, sure, he's impressive when he does stuff like a kip kick up, but you don't see Braun Strowman doing moonsaults or Claymore <laughs> drop kicks. You can in WWE 2K. No. Yeah. <laughs> um, up next, we've got Bobby Roode versus Dolph Ziggler. Missed this match. Don't care. Bobby no. Roode wasn't going to win it. He's in, a, he's in limbo right now. Yeah. Big deal. I was thinking last night, how awesome would it have been
0: if Bobby Roode, Dolph Ziggler, and The Miz were wrestlers in late 90s WCW? Because then, no, hear me out on this, okay? Hear me out. I think you know where I might be going with this. Dolph Ziggler, this is a stable. This is, like, hear me out on this. This is is a new stable. And I want you to come up with a name for it. Dolph Ziggler, as, like, the show-off, like, the early show-off. Dashing Cody Rhodes. The Miz. Bobby Roode. And Mr. Wonderful Paul Orndorff.
1: Huh? You need a name for this stable? Yes. Oh boy, that is that is an interesting stable, especially with Mister Wonderful in there. Well, I mean, Mister Wonderful and Dashing Cody Rhodes. Yeah. Well, I just did. I wasn't expecting Mister Wonderful to be even part of this conversation. Well, I mean, that's why I, said, that's, why I, that's why I said that's why that's why I said that's why I said explicitly late '90s WCW. Okay. Well, if I had to call that, it'd have to be some anti-WW. Not WWE. It would, might be anti-WWE, but it'd have to be an anti-NWO stable. So you wouldn't want to call it anything like the Wolf Pack. I don't know. This is, this is completely unheard of. This is out of left field for me. Usually I'm prepared for some out of left field, but right now you got me stumped. There you go. Although I'm pretty sure, according to late 90s WCW, they'd have a stupid name like the Show-Offs or something like that. The Hollywood. If, 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 if the I Hollywood. know 90s WCW, they wouldn't give them a very good name. And they'd probably have Disco Inferno at some point.
0: (laughs) I could just imagine Disco Inferno. Like, the five of them are in a match, and then Disco Inferno is like that kid that wants to be a part of it.
1: Yeah. And they don't let him in. The No Homers Club.
0: Yeah, like the the He-Man Woman Haters Club or whatever the hell that was. Little Rascals kind
1: of thing. Yo, that's a good name for that stable, the Little Rascals. Dolph Ziggler, really good at getting under your skin. Bobby Roode when he's a heel, good at getting under your skin. Wonderful as a heel under your skin. That's a it's not a very clever name, but that's I'm that's my pick for that stable. Little Rascals? The Little Rascals okay. with you a guys- Z, with a Z at the end. Like the Radicals with a Z, the the Little Rascals.
0: I I I don't Or maybe see.
1: just the Rascals. You don't have to have Little yeah. Drew McIntyre's in there. There he's not little.
0: He's Anyways, if you guys have a better if you guys have a better name for that stable, please tweet either one of us. But now we get back to what we're actually supposed to be talking about. Monday night raw from this past Monday. <laughs> we had Mojo Raleigh versus
1: Tyler Breeze. Um I like Tyler Breeze. He didn't win, but I still like him. Yep. Alexa B- Alicia, I can
0: read sometime. She's back. Alicia, Alicia Fox, Fox is, is on Dana TV. Brooke. Versus Bailey and Shot and Sasha Banks. Now, remember that bit earlier in the show when I said that WWE like to run programs twice at once.
1: You or you mean or sometimes twice, they recycle their, their old programming? But it looks like they're recycling what just happened a couple weeks ago with this Sasha Bailey thing. Are they gonna fight? Are they not gonna fight? I'm tired of waiting. Are Next. they
0: maybe the first? Women's Tag Team Champion.
1: I doubt it. They can't get along for five minutes and all of a sudden they get along again? It'll be Team Hell No, female version. <laughs> Vince
0: Russo, is that you? Bro. <laughs> the match does go to no fin- the, the match does go to a no contest. Although no finish is announced because...
1: Really? Who cares? I was asleep. I missed it. <laughs> yeah.
0: The Ascension. They're on TV?
1: I know. Yes. It's amazing. I don't. I'm not even mad that they lost to the new on TV for once. They were on TV. That's great. It's like the Raw Tag Team
0: Champion. It's like the Raw uh, Tag Team Division actually means something again.
1: Yeah, which is great. But of course, they faced the B Team. The B Team being the new Holy crap! Talk about teams
0: that haven't been on TV in a while. The Authors of Pain. They were on last
1: week, were they? Yeah. Oh, Authors of Pain were on. But before that, it was before that. Yeah. See, okay. It was a very big slumber. Versus Titus worldwide. Well, I Another don't squ- want to get into a little controversy here, but we know Hogan is back in the Hall of Fame. <laughs> and I was, Titus,
0: I was waiting for you to talk about Hogan. And Titus
1: isn't very happy. Now, it's understandable why Titus isn't very happy, but I have to consider the fact that Titus O'Neil's whole career at this point is just a meme. <laughs> yeah. And that... Why he's mad, like he has every right to be mad, but I just don't take him seriously because his character on TV and what he's doing to himself as for himself is just a meme. Titus, you're a meme. Next. Yep. Ember Moon versus Sarah Logan. Sarah Logan with the Sarah Logan actually looks great. Yeah. We go
0: backstage with Elias as he's getting mic'd up.
1: Hello, I am Elias. He can't play guitar. He can play guitar. He just does it poorly because he's a heel. Watch when Elias turns face.
0: It's the only reason that he plays guitar is to piss off guitar players.
1: No, the only reason he plays guitar is so that he has something that's louder than the boos. So when somebody's booing him, he's like, oh, I can't hear you. He does it the other way, but
0: it's fine. Yeah. Uh, But (laughs) now in the main event, we've got Bobby Lashley versus Seth Rollins versus Elias for the second spot in the WWE Universal Championship number 1 contender's qualifying match.
1: It was it was a close one to call but Lashley wins.
0: Yep. Lashley wins. Now we've got Roy, now we've got Reigns versus Lashley 2 next week. Let's just hope that Reigns versus Lashley 2 is better than Reigns versus Lesnar 2. You
1: no, know, it's going to be better than that. Reigns versus Lesnar 5. Reigns v Lashley v Lesnar 3. Don't. It's going to happen. It's no. I'm telling you right now it's no. going to happen. Watch next week on Raw, they'll go to a no contest and it'll be a triple threat at SummerSlam somehow. Okay.
0: All right. So, moving quickly, we're moving to SmackDown. We've got time. It's fine. Uh, moving to SmackDown, uh, SmackDown, I think you would agree with me in saying that it was the better television show of the two this week.
1: This week, absolutely. right? SmackDown kept me awake, I could actually watch it.
0: Yep. We opened the show with a very interesting segment on the part of The Miz. We are going to do a watch-along of this full segment, but we are not going to talk over this, because I'm going to have to edit it for copyright.
2: Tonight we pay our final respects to one of the greatest tag teams of all time and two of
1: the so worst yeah, friends ever Daniel Bryan
0: and Kane. The death
1: of Daniel Bryan I told and each Kane and every and one of you how this would end I. and I C. said Kane was nothing Miz more than a broken down deal. I was proven right. Back I'm also careers. right about your little bogus hero, Daniel Bryan. Daniel Bryan was never, never, and I mean never, a world-beating wrestler like
2: he claimed to be. Daniel Bryan is nothing more than a a broken down hound, obsessed, Obsessed with setting impossible when he calls goals to, go, to try and remain relevant.
1: The That's the reason the for this reunion. sappy team Which hell reunion. Not he's not to the, win the team
2: championships.
1: It's so Daniel oh, Bryan stop. can roll out his greatest. My reads, head goes up. Your mouth Daniel, goes Daniel. shut. No one's buying the. Why album. does that sound like some, Can you do that? And again? as and sad and he's as. Hey, you know. What do we got over here? Cup of haters? My hand goes up, your mouth goes shut. Bada boom, realist guy in the room. How you doing?
0: My life has been complete. Anyways, so yeah, that happened. The Miz versus Daniel Bryan thing. This feud is going to be one of the better singles dudes coming out. Of- Man,
1: I hope we don't even see them touch until WrestleMania. I just want to see You want to them- see Miz and Daniel Bryan touch? Jonathan Skews- I don't want to the- see them touch until WrestleMania. I don't want them to be near each other. Kind of like what they did with Taz and Sabu back in ECW, <laughs> where they had a feud yeah. for almost a year and didn't wrestle, didn't even look at each other. They just hated each other and cut promos on each other, and didn't resort to violence or physicality until a year later. That's what I want to see out of this at WrestleMania. I want to see Daniel Bryan coming out trying to get a piece of The Miz, and The Miz slips away every time. That's what I want to see in this feud.
0: Up next, we've got more Randy Orton. He hears voices in his head. Now, before this, though, there is an interesting promo cut by Jeff Hardy. Jeff Hardy, I'm gonna, I'm paraphrasing this a little bit here because I was watching this part of SmackDown. Jeff Hardy is one of my favorite wrestlers of all time, really. Um, Jeff Hardy, he's got the face paint on. He looks like Jeff Hardy. Is it? W- that's he the Willow Wisp. He sounds like Jeff Hardy. He, I don't know. You, I can't say anything else because then it's just gonna go weird. He smells like Jeff Hardy. He, anyways. Um but he is no longer Jeff Hardy after Shinsuke Nakamura stripped him of the universal er, universal championship United States championship.
1: Yeah, he's kind of like not broken, but he's not not Jeff Hardy, not like, Willow the Wisp, not Brother Nero, not he's not Brother Nero, he's not Willow the Wisp, he's not Team Extreme. He's he's like floating in the abyss of everything. He's like just there. I'm pretty sure that he's going to be disappear for a while.
0: Yeah. Hardy?
1: Hardy. I'm pretty sure Jeff Hardy's going to disappear. I think he has some uh, some injuries that are bothering him, and I think this is that. Nakamura
0: him made him fade away and classify himself as obsolete. Yeah. Obsolete! Thank you. Um, now we've got Andrade Cien Almas versus
1: AJ Styles. Thank God! Yeah, it was a pretty good filler match. They woke up! It was a great filler match. It was... All right. Almas isn't anywhere near the title shot, but we'll put him in with AJ, see what happens, and we got a pretty decent match out of it. This is going to be great later on, six months, six eight months. I don't I don't think it's going to happen again, not for a title anyways. No, no, I don't think I don't think AJ unless AJ loses the world title and gets the U.S. title again, because I'm pretty sure that we're going to have Cien Almas as a United States champion much similar to what they did with Alberto mm. Del Rio Yeah, well Hey, foreign heels, man, especially the Spanish ones.
0: How many Spanish heels have held the US Championship before? All of them. All of them.
1: I think oh. even Chavo Guerrero qualifies as that. And when Chavo Guerrero gets a title in WWE, it's a it's a cold day in hell. <laughs> Ooh,
0: travel da, 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 da. Yep. Becky Lynch versus Mandy Rose This was a great match Becky Lynch has a She's got like a what, 7 I think it's now Yeah, or Becky is Lynch doing? is like on a mini winning street Right um, We've got the best of the rest here Joe killed you Or in this case, Joe killed the perfect 10 I pillager.
1: was talking to my friend He was watching this match as well And he sent me one message Joe has no chill, yeah, which is great. Yeah, that's fair. He's just a big, angry Samoan, and that's what you want. We had uh, another Sanity New Day match after that. Eric, I love
0: Eric Young. Is he's he's really good.
1: He I was don't think good. People gave him as
0: much credit as
1: he was. He was one of that. He was now, the top of TNA. Now,
0: now, what was his better angle in TNA when he was Joseph Park slash Abysses guy? Or when he was super Eric.
1: I don't I didn't really follow much TNA. Uh like I, I couldn't tell you what he was doing in TNA. Okay. But I will I don't think sanity is a very good gimmick for him. Really? But he, he, he does a good job. I just want to see Eric Young out of this culty thing and him being him. Like some like kinda like just a guy who beats up people, like kinda like a Bob Holly. I want. I don't want. I want to have. I want him to have more success than Bob Holly. But I want to just yeah. see him do that. Like, hey, I know what. I'm gonna beat people up, and then maybe he'll give me a title.
0: Well, if you listen, there's an episode of Something to Wrestle with Bruce Pritchard where he talks about. Hey, I got an idea. How about I beat up everybody, and you give me the title? There you go. Great ideas. Thurman we Sparky have Plug. To
1: wrestle with. Hi, I'm Thurman Plug, but my friends call me Sparky.
0: Okay. Uh, we are going to take another quick commercial break. When we come back, we are going to have the third edition of Doctor's Orders featuring your commentator of choice, Dr. Bob. And then after that, we are going to wrap things up here. We're just going to talk about some little, some little tidbits coming out, maybe some more title match rumors. We can also do some alternate commentary on a match if you'd like there about Sounds like that's the plan. You're listening to wrestling with ideas right here on CKDJ1079 Ottawa's new music. American males American males American males American males oh. Daddy. I'm above oh. the stuff and the girl just can't get it up. This is Buck Bagwell, and
2: you're listening to Wrestling With Ideas. Welcome back inside the CKDJ Studios, right here for
0: Wrestling With Ideas on CKDJ 1079, Ottawa's New Music. This is the show that challenges your thoughts and wrestles with ideas. I am the music man, Colin Scully. Welcome to Volume 4 of The Doctor's Orders with your commentator of choice and your host, Dr. Bob.
2: Thank you, Skulky. So, uh, so so far, uh, I've had a lot of great feedback. Thank you, fans. It's been so quick. I mean, four volumes or three volumes down. The fourth one right now already. Uh, feels like just yesterday we started. But uh, the match that I want to bring up is a funny, quirky one. Uh, again, I want to bring you some interesting stuff, some stuff you'll enjoy searching out. And, uh, you know, not the a typical matchup that you will rewatch, but uh, one that I think is definitely kind of stuck in my brain for how kind of weird zany funny it was july 12th 1998 wcw bash at the beach now i am a huge fan of eddie guerrero as is probably uh, hopefully everybody listening to this is absolutely one of the best all around if not the best in terms of the full package um we had the chance a lot of uh, my friends and i and um uh to see chavo guerrero actually live at a previous fighting back here in ottawa um of course fighting back happening august uh uh 29th i think oh we might be past it already
0: yeah no 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 No. no.
2: depending on when we get okay cool no this will be yeah okay pulling out the curtain a little bit there but august of 2018 here more information to come uh anyways previously Uh, Chavo's at fighting back, and so this match is one that I always remember with certain other finishes, specifically remember it because of how just I'd never seen anything like that before. So Chavo and Eddie at this point in July, or in 1998 rather, have been having a feud. Um, Eddie actually plays crazy enough, the straight man here where Chavo plays crazy. Uh, And Chavo comes in, and this was when he did the whole – Eddie is my favorite wrestler, he's sort of latching on, Eddie wants nothing to do with him, very unlike the Guerrero, the uh, uh, Los Guerreros that we see later on where they're on the same page. But Chavo has just gone crazy at this point. Not a a vicious, angry crazy, but more of a weird, zany crazy uh, with kind of vicious streaks. So it's it's something that was uh, very uh, very interesting to watch. And uh, Chavo and Eddie on this pay-per-view have been building up for a, uh, a hair match. Um, mm-hmm. Loser having his hair shaved. Uh, knowing kind of going into this, you kind of had the sense that Eddie was all around much better in every facet than Chavo. But Chavo was trying to break out of his shadow, and this kind of drove him crazy as well. Before this match, due to something on Nitro that I can't really remember at this point, Eddie, uh, Chavo and Stevie Ray had a match set up. Stevie Ray, of course, the brother of Booker mm-hmm. T, part of Harlem Heat, Chavo comes into this pay-per-view, really pushing that whole crazy thing. He comes in with a super soaker. He has a floaty around his waist because of the Bash at the Beach type uh idea. And he knows he has to have this match. Eddie Guerrero early in the night has insinuated that Ch- Stevie's gonna, you know, wipe the floor with him because he's a much bigger, uh, more established wrestler at this point than Chavo, uh, being part of the world famous Harlem Heat. So Eddie thinks he's gonna have an easy way list, just, you know, pick up where he l- Chavo loses and then and then just kind of wipe the floor of him. So Chavo in his insane sort of crazy mind here says, okay, I'm going to do something um, even weirder to kind of throw Eddie off. And he goes in for a handshake with uh, Stevie. Stevie accepts it. They go and he submits right away based off the uh, handshake because the next match afterwards is going to be Eddie. So even though you maybe thought I was going to talk about Eddie versus Chavo, I'm talking about Chavo versus Stevie Ray from Bash at the Beach, Stevie Ray gets the win, is very angry that, you know, he hasn't had a chance to fight. Chavo is, in, in you know, just in crazy girl, and Eddie is incensed that they have to have the match afterwards. Eddie, of course, beats him, shaves Chavo's head, but wait, Chavo takes the razor himself, shaves his own head with a joyous glee that further pushes his little crazy, and uh, I think the whole angle um with chavo and eddie. eddie really propelled chavo um in his career and uh, is one that i really remember wcw has had some kind of crazy ideas and I, I love this whole angle love the whole matchup that they had afterwards and eddie chavo um was there uh right before sorry uh, chavo and stevie ray was there before um also on the card at bash of the beach not going to go through all that stuff but there was carl malone dennis rodman nfl's kevin green it was in a page where WCW wanted to bring in all these celebrities. And, uh, yeah, the main event was actually Hogan and Rodman. Uh, Rodzilla, the worm, <laughs> versus DDP and Carl Malone. And a tag team match that actually also, went. Also,
0: w- um, ringside for the team of Hollywood Hogan and Dennis Rodman was The Disciple. Now, people... The booty man! The, the fans... Fans of earlier WWF circa 1985 through to 1990 might know the Disciple as Brutus the Barber Beefcake.
2: He also wrestled in the BCW uh, as a Zodiac. And if you yep. remember the Booty Man gimmick, do you remember his finisher? It was the high knee.
0: Yeah. The high knee. Yeah.
2: As a big running <laughs> upper knee. And, uh, yeah, actually the uh, <laughs> WCW uh, NBA match... Uh, ended up being over 20 minutes which was uh phenomenal i think uh <laughs> i think sometimes the main events of wcw were very questionable but you know they drew over ten thousand people and uh i had fun with yeah. at least the chavo and, and eddie stuff on that one yeah. go watch all of basher of beach uh, there's some good stuff on there as well and uh definitely watch chavo versus tv ray and uh, by proxy chavo versus eddie Thanks, everybody. This has been a volume four of The Doctor's Order. Hope you enjoyed it. Let me know online if you're uh, looking forward to seeing any match reviews. Uh, if not, I'm going to keep on going with all these crazy ones and uh, hopefully keep on enjoying it. Thanks, Colin uh, Colin Gibson. I appreciate it. Hey, everyone. This is TCO Care Call and You're listening to Wrestling with Ideas at TCO la. la, 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 la. WHAT?! <laughs>
0: for wrestling with ideas ckdj 1079 ottawa's new music that about wrap things wraps things up here on episode 114 but as we've got the question master jonathan Goose.
1: well you may be twice the radio host that i am but i got half the brain that you do psycho sit in the building i got some c- 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 questions. Goddamn. Uh. He's a heel. <laughs> All right. I got a question for CD Guy. I was talking to a friend of mine the other day. We like to talk about jokey old wrestling, like the oddities and stuff. Speaking of which, what's your favorite oddities match?
0: Anything with Kirkin in it.
1: Their last one. But the real question I have for you, Mr. Scully, is that when I was talking to my friend. I asked him if I was a. Dudley boy in the Dudley family, what would my name be? And we had a bunch of stuff pop up Skew CB Dudley, Dr. Jonathan Dudley, Skew Squire. But we came down to the conclusion that if I was a Dudley boy in ECW, I would be Sexual Tyrannosaur Dudley, or STD for short. And I was wondering, what would your Dudley boy's moniker be, Mr. Scully?
0: that's a good question i feel like you'd probably do a better job of coming up with one for me than i would doing for coming up for
1: one Mulder, myself. scully dudley
0: oh if you make if someone x-file makes, dudley if someone makes another damn x-files joke on this show it'll be just as bad as when people were making hornswoggle jokes
1: about gibby everybody's got their thing man yours yeah, is going to be the x-files okay but no, there's Mulder, Scully, Dudley, that's one. You're the CD guy, so why wouldn't you be like CD Dudley? Wait, that's it. Records. What does the CD in CD Dudley stand for, though? Ugh. Compensating degenerate? Sure. Wow. <laughs> sure. First one Compensating degenerate or CD Dudley? C double D. CD Dudley.
0: Sounds good. All right. Does the question master have anything else?
1: Well,. We're coming out of left field here. Have you heard, and this is my question, and it also might lead to a little discussion about what's going on in the life of Dana Warrior?
0: I have a little bit. Uh, something about spirits, I thought. The
1: spirit of the warrior is alive and well, and I'm haunting my wife's house. The ultimate warrior never rests. Yeah, apparently, according to Dana Warrior, her house is haunted by the spirit of her husband, the ultimate warrior.
0: Right. Now, this house that they're talking about is also haunted from what I'm seeing here. They bought a 10 acre home outside of Santa Fe, New Mexico that was haunted. Um, It was built by a Chicago debutante on tribal land.
1: Oh, boy. Indian burial ground. Here we go.
0: Yep. So it was built on a graveyard, number one.
1: Yeah, and there's a couple... She's been claiming that a bunch of ghost-like stuff has been happening. Like, all of a sudden... Babies. Babies. She hears babies crying. She'll hear voices that aren't there. Doors will open and close. And she says sometimes she even hears warrior's voice.
0: Then she sometimes even feels his body move wait no that's not what that says then she felt him move out of her body Th- what
1: she it says that she's felt the spirit so like the ghost come out of her and then stand behind her as if he was walking through her kind of like you'd see in a movie where a ghost walks right through you and you get a chill and all of a sudden there's a ghost right but
0: it got to a point even it's gotten to a point even with her kids with Dana Warrior's kids Now, at a hotel in Indiana, at a hotel, the daughter's name is Indiana. I can read things. Uh, Indiana, the daughter, had been given the nickname of Ladybug by her late father. Suddenly, a ladybug landed on their hotel room window. Indiana asked her mother, Mommy, do you see that? Dana Warrior replied, Yes, that is Daddy. That is Daddy, and Daddy is telling you that it will always be okay and he will always be there
1: age depending on age of indiana that is i would vouch that dana warrior is a crackpot but if it's a little if it's a little kid i'd say maybe 5 and under it it would make sense to me but yeah. if indiana was over 5 years old at the time i would say that she's a crackpot dana uh, indiana da- or dana dana warrior is a crackpot but that's just my opinion. I am sorry, Dana Warrior. If you listen to the show, I'm pretty sure if you uh, f- tweet at me at No Excuse on Twitter, we can uh, come to some sort of agreement. But I know you won't, because you probably don't listen to this show.
0: I would be surprised. Hey, Dana, I'm sorry, uh, Jonathan. Excuses. Um, his speaking and in the w- what he's been saying about you does not reflect my views of you. And if you are listening to this show, I'd love to have you on for an interview. You can contact me at on Twitter at CD underscore The Music Man. We can go from there. But I am right now trying to still see if I can find... So, Indiana was born in 2000. And this, that means absolutely nothing. Untitled. Untitled article.
1: Mumbo jumbo.
0: But this, was was after the da- this is after The Ultimate Warrior passed. Yes, yes. Th- that this incident happened in the hotel. It, it which is means, quite plausible. Which, me- which
1: means that Indiana, Indiana Warrior, I guess, would be Max, 18 years old. Right well, now. Well, no, right now she
0: would be 18, but at the time she was 14.
1: So, yeah, there
0: it so, goes. Yep, Dana Sorry. Are-
1: Sorry, Dana, I still think you're a crackpot.
0: I am going to, I am, uh, yeah, sure. Um, do you have any other questions before we wrap things up here? Jonathan. Yeah. I've got one question.
1: What's your favorite manager pre-E? So WWF. Favorite manager.
0: Favorite. So back when managers
1: were actually managers. Yeah, we're talking like Jimmy Hart. And we're talking like Jim Cornette. And we're talking about brother love. I
0: love you. See... Here's, because I've been watching a lot of old school stuff recently. I've come to appreciate the art of what a manager used to be. Oh, absolutely! Like back, back, back when managers were managers back in like the '80s and '90s. So pre W, pre E. Yeah. You had guys like Jim Cornette, Bobby Heenan, Brother Love, Paulie Dangerously,
1: with his giant Paul cell
0: phone. Paul Bear. Yes. Yeah. I don't know what's going on. Man, this little sounds kind of like. It. Cross between Paul Bearer and Jim Cornette. Goddamn. Um, a double mayo. Extra bacon. Yes, Undertaker. And what? I want a large cola. Like and I don't want any lettuce or mayo. Two number nines. A number nine large. <laughs> a number six with extra dip. Jim Cornette. Two number sevens. One with cheese and a large soda.
1: But, bro. What is your favorite WWF manager? Jim Cornette. Why does Jim Cornette have a racket?
0: Because managers had weapons and Jim Cornette. He don't play tennis.
1: tennis
0: He don't play tennis. He don't play tennis. Yeah, but he uses
1: it the wrong way to hit people. Yep, that's true.
0: (laughs) That's That's what it is.
1: If if anybody's curious as to what my opinion is, I know it's a little bit of a gray please area. Please go,
0: please. I would I'd like to hear your opinion. Uh,
1: it's it's not really a manager, but I'd have to say back when Spike Dudley was with the Dudley Boys in WWF, that's my favorite manager. Spike, get the towels is my favorite because you had I think it was Christian and Chris Jericho as a tag team on the ramp, and the Dudley boys stole their clothes, wrapped in towels. Spike! Get the towels! Boom. You want to see Chris Jericho's dong? Well, you don't actually see it in that episode, but with a little imagination in in an early 2000s (laughs) episode of Raw, with a little imagination, there's Naked Jericho for you.
0: Early 2000s episode of Raw was raunchy in itself. The one thing that comes to mind, the Edge and Lita...
1: No I don't need to say anything else. No, no, no. That that's E, not F. Oh, that's right. Sorry. Because, Katie Vick. Because oh, Katie Vick. I don't know if that's E or F. I'm pretty sure that's 2003 Gray Area. But Katie, Katie, Katie Vic Vick is definitely one of those things. With Triple H, Kane. Yeah, it's the 2003 because Kane unmasked that year. After this feud.
0: Was it that late?
1: This this is oh, Kane's 21st 2002. This is Kane's unmasking feud where it carried over into 2003-ish with Triple H Kane Feud, and he unmasked, and RVD was there. Remember?
0: Yeah. Sadly. Yeah.
1: All right. Well, I think this is a good spot to end things off here. Episode
0: 114 of Wrestling With Ideas. Thank you, Jonathan, for coming by again. If you want to come back next week, more than welcome to. I feel like I do better with a co-host anyways.
1: All right, all right, all right.
0: That was the first non-wrestling impression you've ever done on this show. You right. got it, man. Okay, thanks. <laughs> um, you can follow me on Twitter at CD underscore The Music Man. You can follow Jonathan... Actually, no, it's not CD underscore The Music Man anymore. It's... I forget what my Twitter handle is now because I just changed it this morning, but That's I That's will... not
1: important. You can follow me at no excuse N-O-E-X-S-K-U-C-E. Um... Yeah, you can follow the show at Wrestling,
0: capital W, Ideas. You can check us out at WrestlingWithIdeas.podbean.com. You can check us out at WrestlingWithIdeas.com. Jonathan, why don't you tell the people what your next article is going to be
1: about? Oh, yeah, I'm thinking about writing something. I'm thinking about writing about the macho man so if there's any topics that you want me to cover in the article tweet at me and i'll do my best oh yeah thank
0: you guys for listening and as always have a good one
2: hey this is mjs and you're listening to wrestling with ideas unfortunately goodbye because my name is maxwell jacob friedman i'm better than you And you know it. I'm not a narcissist. It's only a little flame. I'm not a arsonist. It's only a little pill. I'm not a pharmacist. It's only a little love. I'm not a narcissist. I feel marvelous. I'm feeling better than I ever felt. You have just listened to the greatest wrestling show on the planet. If you want to listen to older episodes of the show, including full interviews, make sure you check out Wrestling With Ideas on Podbean and on the Podbean app, or listen to us on our new SoundCloud page. We can also be found on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, TuneIn Radio, Player FM, and many more. Make sure you keep on tuning in every Thursday at 6 p.m. to Wrestle With Ideas.